gonna record some back-to-backs here um so I liked one of the questions that um uh oh my gosh should I incriminate myself (laughs) I'm I'm debating about this one it's kind of okay so I liked Eli Yoder's video um so far of what I've seen with one of the Miller uh family people um one of the questions they had about, like, in the Amish was, like, what rules uh, did they break? Um, I mean, like, I I think I broke all the rules, honestly. Like, I'm not talking about, like, biblical rules. I mean, like, traditional rules. Like, what rules got broken um, that the tradition said not to do? but that maybe mainstream, you know, it wasn't, like, illegal, like, but what rules got broken, I think a lot, like, I can't think of, uh, like, like, definitely I listened to music that was, you know, parental advisory and had, like, cursing and profanity, I was really into hip-hop and rock and, like, you know, like, Green Day and Wu-Tang and, like, Source Magazine and, like, you know, a lot of different types of magazines and, and things and like Rage Against the Machine and like all kinds of stuff that I, you know, Metallica, like I was, you know, that is not what <laughs> we were like raised to be like trying to listen to, but also because I was pretty musical and I like to venture outside of like traditional like church music, you know, and when you're trying to build skills, church music isn't really the kind of music you go for. It's like if you really want to learn skills of like different types of like like advanced music playing, <laughs> like you're not usually listening to like hymns and like traditional like contemporary Christian music. Like you're you're usually going to branch outside of that cuz a lot of that type of music has not really evolved at all since like the 80s. Um, and hymns are even older than that. And so it's like, they don't really evolve that much. Like they kind of just stay like they are and people make kind of more contemporary versions of hymns, but it's like, they're, they all kind of come from, I don't, I don't know, uh, what tradition hymns come from, but I do think it comes from like Irish kind of, um, other types of like, um, like European Scandinavian type people um music traditions and things like like I don't know how like folk music of that time um of like early people who came to America and stuff like it's like European influenced I believe um I I need to look into the details of that because I'm not 100% sure but it's like I used to always just tease and say like oh like you know the you know the pastors or whatever are like on our case for listening to our music and then like these songs are like drinking songs from like you know like Irish drinking songs from like you know you know the past or whatever that they kind of like adapted into some familiar tune like not I don't think all hymns are like that but I do believe that there is some truth to that that there were some kind of tavern type of like ballads and like folk songs that were like popular that got like 
the tunes were familiar and got introduced and into like you know the lyrics got changed of course but it was like the tunes were familiar to like the mainstream or some version of some portion of the mainstream um so yeah music wise I was definitely just doing my own thing but I was very knowledgeable about the church music too like I was raised on the stuff I sang we sang those songs like every freaking day like sometimes we'd sing them in school like for worship at school we'd have worship every single day at school every morning and probably one of the first classes we had was like bible or whatever Fridays we'd have chapel um Saturdays church um Friday nights usually it was like some other type of thing like once we got a little older we'd go to like youth groups and stuff and so that kind of music was very ingrained in us like uh we knew the music like we would sing it you know all the time so um you know it wasn't like I had to go out of my way to learn those songs like and you know they do change but you know because there are like religious artists and stuff but it's like it doesn't the music doesn't really evolve that much like um so yeah just like the music was definitely not part of the conservative traditions um I just followed my own heart on what I wanted to listen to and didn't do it in front of people who didn't want to hear it like I didn't come bumping into the parking lot of church listening to Metallica like I'd listen to like Sonic Flood or like OC Supertones and PAX 217 and that kind of stuff it was like it was Christian music Christian musicians but you know um like Mercy Me and those kind of groups or like listening to The Fish because it was LA um 95.9 The Fish um stuff like that um uh I don't know what else I feel like I broke every single rule honestly like when it came to like Sabbath stuff like keeping the Sabbath um like my family always went out to eat and stuff and that is something that I've seen other churches start to do later on but when I was growing up a lot of times I had friends uh family friends who didn't even cook on the Sabbath they cook everything like up until Friday night and then all your meals would be like Friday you know um you'd have like your traditional dinner and then uh, Saturday before church, whatever you have for breakfast, I don't really know, I was, I, I don't remember being at their houses for, like, Friday night to Saturday, usually if we did sleepovers, it was, like, Saturday night to Sunday, um, but yeah, usually your Friday nights and Saturday mornings were kind of, like, more family time, um, I think, uh, I don't think I ever really strayed too much from that until I started college, and I started, like, going out, on Friday nights, um, outside of religion, but even, I think I mentioned this before, like, we would even, you know, because I had a lot of religious friends, and, like, sometimes it was, like, you know, if you want them to come, we would be, like, let's do, like, a Bible study or something, like, literally, we would have, like, Friday night Bible studies in, like, my 20s, like, that, you know, instead of, like, going out to bars and stuff and clubs, like, we'd be, like, studying the Bible, like, because we, like, that's the kind of people I was around, like, we weren't, all allowed to do things so I did learn to kind of bend towards the most you know like traditional people and just kind of do what it was that they were allowed to do um 
but in our own household we definitely didn't like make a big deal out of that kind of stuff um it was more like whatever brings the family together so it was kind of nicer to kind of like go out to eat after church and stuff if we didn't have like a planned like church potluck or something uh we ate meat uh africans you know i grew up eating meat like not all africans eat meat but it's you know very you know culturally we definitely eat a lot of meat it's um you know not like too much meat but it's like i grew up eating more meat than most people i knew um like we'd have barbecues on sundays a lot growing up and then like like after sports and stuff and then yeah like my dad's a heavy meat cooker um but I also grew up around schools where the hot lunch it was you know the lunch for the day was never meat based like they never had meat based meals at that school it wasn't even an option um and like I mentioned like you know we never saw meat at our church potlucks except for that one time when somebody brought KFC and then I remember later on, like, in probably grad school, there was a church I went to with a lot of Tongans and minority, minority, like, black people and Latinos, and, like, they had, like, it out, like, for their anniversary church service, it was, like, always themed, so I think one was, like, Western-themed, and they had, like, bales of hay, and, like, people have, like, cowboy hats on and jeans and, like, flannel shirts, and, like, it was just kind of like a dress-up dress, dress kind of have a fun thing, like, invite your neighbors, it's, like, a barbecue, and they'd have, like, the band and the music and stuff, and it would all be outside, and, like, they had, like, a cookout kind of thing, and so, you know, they have barbecue, and they have choice between, like, vegetarian and, like, meat, but usually, other than those few times, it wasn't very traditional, and even when those happened, it was really, like, ooh, they're serving meat, like, and people said stuff about it, they're, like, oh, you go to that church that they have meat sometimes, and it's like, even though it was like a once, maybe, maybe I saw this probably not even, I don't even think it was seven times in my whole entire life. I, I want to say it was like three or four times that I remember actually seeing meat, like in like a church function at all. Um, maybe three or four times, maybe even like two or three times. Like, I really don't remember it that much. Um... I remember once being really, really hungry and we used to rent out this Sunday church and Friday night, one, one of our Friday night, um, Vespers events overlapped with theirs, uh, with their Friday night event. But I think they were outside skateboarding and playing basketball because the church parking lot had courts on it. Um, so when people wouldn't park on the back parking lot, people could basically play basketball. So I remember we were inside like singing songs and like, reading the Bible and stuff, and then, like, those kids were outside, and, like, they were, like, playing sports and, like, skating and stuff, and, like, I grew up around a lot of skaters, like, you know, beach cities in LA, like, everybody freaking skates, like, it's not, like, out of the norm, and so, especially back in, like, the 90s and stuff, and so I remember that, and they had, like, music playing, and it was, like, kind of, like, punk rock music, but it wasn't, like, loud, it was just, like, on, like, a radio outside or something, and so we were kind of like, I don't know if we can socialize with them because they're playing sports. And like, I think one of their youth pastors ordered pizzas and they ordered like, I don't know, let's say it was like Pizza Hut or something. And they set them up outside on the tables and, you know, um, we went to eat the pizza and then we realized it was pepperoni pizza. And because, you know, people don't really eat pork. Some people, I think from our group, ate 
ate the pork pizza and then other most people just were like oh we don't eat that even though I remember we were starving and because we had been there and like usually we would eat dinner like after these services and stuff it was like a youth service of some kind so it was like one adult or two adults like chaperoning but otherwise it was just a whole bunch of like probably 30 40 teens um and they had fewer teens than us but they ordered a whole bunch of pizza and I think it was all pepperoni I don't remember eating I don't remember if I ate or not I feel like there were times when I did eat but I feel like that time I didn't eat it um and just because I remember one time at least being like really hungry and being like dang man like just like didn't eat it because it was pork and it was also the Sabbath. It was just like a whole thing. And I was just like, man, like not only eating pork on the Sabbath, but eating pork on the Sabbath at the church, you know, it's like already we can't play sports and we can't like skate and we can't play basketball. And those kids probably thought we were so weird. They're like, okay, you're not going to play basketball with us. You're not going to skate with us. You're not going to talk to us. You're not going to like really like jam along with the music with us and then you're not going to eat any of our food like it was kind of just like what but it was just I remember that that one night specifically and then um yeah I don't really remember like I think we gave the other kids like a bad impression because I feel like we didn't really interact with those other kids too much like we were so different from them that I felt like it was weird. I was just like, this isn't normal, guys. Like, we should probably be a little more, like, open-minded and, like, you know, socialize some and, like, bend a little bit. But I know there was so much pressure to just, like, not... Like, that's that's how much it was. Like, even as, like, teenagers, you're, like... And it wasn't because of the pastors would say something or, like, nobody would probably say something to you, but it was just, like, you would really get that sense of, like, I need to stick to what I was taught. I need to stick to these traditions. But I think there were other times when, like, something similar happened where, like, I remember kind of wanting to be a little more, like, interactive with the other groups and just being, like, one of the kids who ate the pizza or one of the kids who did the thing that, like, was against the tradition or whatever. But, like, I don't don't really remember. It's such a blur. But, yeah, food-wise and stuff like that, like... It's stuff that you don't really think about because when you're when you're we're kind of like insulated, like raised around people who always did the same things, thought the same. Like if our youth pastor would have ordered pizza, they wouldn't have ordered ones with pepperoni. Like we would have just automatically assumed we could eat all of this pizza because none of it has meat on it. You know, like we would have eaten every single type of pizza, you know, um, some people might have stayed away from like Cokes and caffeine and you know, Mountain Dews and, you know, those types of sodas and teas and coffees and that kind of stuff. But that's a little more subtle. Like people, it was a little more subtle. Like we did have soda in our generation. I feel like some older generations didn't really have a lot of like sodas and like caffeinated drinks. But I remember that wasn't like a big deal. Um, dang. Uh, yeah, music, food, buying stuff, like... I wasn't too heavy, like, I don't think I ever really went, like, shopping, like, at the mall. Like, me and my friends would hang out at the mall, but most of my friends I hung around the mall with were religious friends, so we kind of never really hung out at the mall on Sabbath, because we were always busy at, like, youth group on Friday nights, or, like, our bands Saturday afternoons and stuff, like... So we were never really, like, available to really go to the mall until, like, night on Saturday night or whatever. 
or whatever time the sun went down. Even when we were going to watch movies, we would never choose movie times that were during Sabbath. Um, And Friday nights, we never really chose to go and do a lot of stuff that was, you know, on the Sabbath, unless it was church pre-planned. And our church and all the churches in the area always had stuff that was pre-planned. So up until college, I didn't really start going out. Um, Probably till sometime around, like... 2003 2005 or so I started actually going out a little bit on Friday nights but a lot of times it was with like religious friends they kind of like more understood me like there were maybe like a couple sprinkles of like the kids from well like the 20 or something year olds from like the community college but mostly it was like friends that I grew up with in the church but maybe they went to other churches and so we kind of all knew the rules but like you know, we'd maybe go out to dinner, stuff like that, like just roam around the beaches at night, like the boardwalks and stuff, but we didn't really get up to much. We didn't go to like bars and clubs and stuff like that. Like even though we were of age, we just never really hung out in those types of environments much. Um I had friends that did drink. Um most of my la- most of my Latino friends, not most, but like um I think I had some Latino friends who their families used to have like family parties almost every um Saturday night and they would have alcohol there and it was usually in their backyard and stuff like it would be like a cookout kind of like you know sometimes they'd order like a like someone to do like the grilling like the taco meat and like making the tacos and stuff they they'd have like a little vendor there that would like make the food and stuff and like I would just eat like everything um but they did that pretty often. I want to say at least once a month, if not almost every single weekend. And I would just go over there sometimes when we didn't have other plans. We'd be like, let's go over to this family's house. And, like, they knew my family. And, like, we'd go over there. But I remember a lot of us didn't drink because it was kind of, like, against what we did back then. Like, I I tasted alcohol, but I was never really into it. Um, I think people mostly let me taste, like, IPAs and stuff like that. And I, I never really liked the flavor of it. So I never really got into drinking until... I learned probably until like closer to grad school, honestly, because I learned more about like what I liked. Like, I think I, when I did start drinking, it was in grad school and it was cider because I remember liking cider um, and then definitely got into like soju sake. I feel like I knew about sake a lot, but I can't remember the, the first time I tried it. But I know like I was raised around so many Japanese people. I'm pretty sure I had sake before in my life. Because I remember when I started drinking it in grad school a little more like regularly, it wasn't unfamiliar to me. I just can't place when I first had it. Like, um, I feel it was at some kind of traditional thing, but I don't like maybe at a wedding or something. I really don't know. But um, yeah, I was more familiar with like sake, but um, just because culturally I was around it more than any other type of alcohol. Uh, But otherwise, I was never really around alcohol. I was never raised around it or, like, it never really came up as part of my life other than at that one family's house for the most part. Um, It never really came up. Um, Smoking, drinking, none of that stuff. Like, I, I remember, like, smoking and, like, weed and stuff. And, like, I had a lot of friends that were into weed, like, probably when I was close to, like, 16 or something, and, like, smoking at Venice Beach and stuff like that, and, like, uh, we would do all kinds of stuff like that, but I don't know what I really thought about it, um, 
I didn't really, I think I thought it was wrong, because I remember the first time I tried, I think the first thing I ever tried was, like, a cigar, and then it was, like, I remember I, I caught a cold, like, the next day, it was probably because I was sharing it with people who probably transmitted the cold to me, um, but I kind of was like, oh, this is, like, God punishing me because I had cigar you know like and I think I got a cold like within like 24 hours or something from what I remember the first time I had some of a cigar um and then I remember yeah I just kind of remember that and then I remember uh the first time I had weed I was at Venice Beach I don't know how old I was I wasn't driving yet but we used to take the buses around so I must have been in high school Um, but I don't know. It was just kind of like with friends that were like, I don't know. I had some kind of like beach bum type friends, like the surfer types that it was kind of a different community of religious people because they were kind of like a little like most of them went to public schools and most of them were like, yeah, they're religious on the weekends, you know, kind of thing. But they had like a whole public school lifestyle and so I was introduced to some of their friends um just because you know they all were at like the public school so more of the people who lived at the other beaches like the ones closer to like LAX area like the friends who lived over there uh they were kind of more into like like weed and smoking and stuff like that and I mean I'd do it with them but it what I don't remember how often in all honesty. I feel like it was often, but I can't really put a finger on it. But I mean we weren't supposed to be doing that, but also like I never really saw anything wrong with it. I was like, Oh, it's a plant you know, I never really you know, we were taught to like consume plants, like well, why can't we have this one, you know? <laughs> like why can't I just smoke this plant? You know, and back then it's like weed wasn't legal. I don't know where they were getting this stuff. I never like carried it on me or anything. I would just They would have it with them and we would just do it at the beach for the most part. Um, I don't remember any other times, places where we did it other than the cigars. Um, But I I really don't remember. I was never really too into smoking, Um, especially because it was like, well, I'm not going to get my hands on it. I'm not going to bring it home. So it was like, well, if I'm not going to own it, like, you know, it was just never something I really got into. Same with drinking. It was never really something I got into. Um, I was allowed to drink caffeine, but it was kind of like, I was kind of a little bit like, I don't know if I should drink coffee. Um, there was kind of like a bit of a taboo around drinking coffee a little bit. And then tea was kind of more of a cultural thing, like on the African side of the culture, you know, so I kind of drink tea growing up for breakfast almost every day. Um, and then being around a lot of Japanese people, I learned a lot about different types of teas later on so I I definitely drank tea but I didn't start having coffee too much until college and it was more like I used it so I could study um no other real reason um yeah I have a weird relationship with caffeine um and then yeah I don't know those are the things that come to mind about like rules being broken like we kind of broke all the rules but sometimes we didn't like and sometimes I didn't sometimes I was like really kind of like sticking to kind of what I felt like I needed to do or wanted to do 
And I don't know if I would say that I I kind of led a very conservative lifestyle. I would say I always kind of led a lifestyle where I wasn't very open with what I was doing, like with other people. Like I wouldn't always, like I wasn't very open. Like I kind of learned to be very secretive about what I did. And so I would hang out with certain people and we would like do certain stuff together, but we didn't like talk about it with other people. Um... I don't know, like, there was a lot of kind of stuff, um, I can't, I don't know, there was some stuff like internet, like, going on the internet on the Sabbath, like, that was a big thing that back then people didn't really do, um, too much, like, now that it's so integrated, like, everybody's online and everything, but back then, like, you know, we didn't really listen, you know, it wasn't really traditional, like, for people to listen to, like, secular music or secular TV shows. Like, you could watch, like, National Geographic and things about nature, but, like, after the stuff about nature, you're kind of pushing it. Like, and you could, even, like, sports, we weren't really allowed to play sports, but if you you just wanted to, like, hike around in nature and, like, go on nature walks or, like, go to the park and hang out at the park, um, play on the swings and, like, be at the park and stuff like that. Like, we were allowed to kind of play on the equipment and stuff, but we weren't really allowed to play basketball or football or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I don't really remember doing too much. <laughs> like, like it was kind of weird. Like, um, I don't remember breaking too many rules. Um, like, it was kind of weird, because it was like, we would all break them together, it was like, yeah, we would play sports and stuff on the Sabbath, but it was like, somebody would always come out and yell at us and be like, stop, or like, if one parent saw, you know, like, we'd be at like, some random person's house, and if one parent saw that there was like, a more religious kid there, you know, they'd be like, you guys can't be playing sports, you know, we all kind of knew, it was like, oh, because this person's here in the group, you know, otherwise, if they weren't there, that parent would have just allowed us to just do whatever, so like, even the parents kind of knew, like, which families were kind of like what and so they would kind of like make sure that if it was at their house that the other kids were kind of like not getting pressured to do stuff they weren't supposed to be doing even though it wasn't necessarily it wasn't illegal it's not like wrong but it's just like traditionally it wasn't really um like like something that people would promote um and so there was like a lot of that, like a lot of like knowing what we should or shouldn't do and knowing that this is going to get shut down and they're going to tell us to stop doing it, but we'll just do it till they tell us to stop kind of thing. Um, and yeah, with the movie choices or things like going to Not Scary Farm or like participating in Halloween. Um, yeah, there were, I, I'm pretty sure there are plenty more. I'm kind of tired. I don't really know what else, but, um, yeah, those are the main ones I can think about, and it's kind of, you know, that's just a glimpse of what it looks like, you know, if you grew up in a traditional Adventist community, it's kind of like, those are things that come up, you know, where you're just like, I know I'm not doing, <laughs> I'm not doing the right thing here, according to what, you know, I was taught, but ultimately, it's like, you're not really doing anything wrong, you know, it's not gonna like, hurt anybody if I'm like eating pepperoni pizza you know like I'm not gonna be breaking somebody's heart because I ate pizza or because I drank coffee or because you know I cooked on the sabbath or 
had a, had a hit off of a joint, you know, like I'm not, you know, it's not getting in anybody's way, you know, and so I really don't feel like it's something wrong, but it's like traditionally, you know, we were always taught to like stay away from stuff. Um, I'm kind of surprised that we never really got into like bars and clubs too much, like, um, especially like living in LA, it's kind of like interesting that like none of us really gravitated towards that. Um, but we kind of liked hanging out in our local communities. It didn't really have a lot of that, honestly. It wasn't like Hollywood or anything. Like, it, there really wasn't a lot of nightlife where I was raised. And so, uh, we kind of just entertained ourselves and that worked out just fine. Uh, we found ways to get into a little bit of trouble here and there. Like, I know we did other stuff, but there's, there's some stuff I'm not going to really post about because it was just, you know... Um, it was more than myself involved and I think it's, it's more, it's, it's identifiable. (laughs) Like, I don't really know how else to say it. Like, there's a lot of stuff that happened that, you know, I just don't want to talk more details about, but, um, some of it I was probably alone in and then others of it, it was other people that I was, you know, we're all together on these choices and so, and there were some times when we did get into a lot of trouble, um, and, you know, um, we could kind of tell, like, the pastor was, like, mad at us and stuff, but, um, yeah, I remember once the pastor got mad at us for going to 7-Eleven, like, he, I, I'd never really seen him get too mad, but he was really upset that, like, we had gone to 7-Eleven, like, he came back to check on us, and we weren't, like, in the building where he had left us and then he saw us all walking back from 7-Eleven because we had like snacks like hot dogs or whatever and he was like very upset um because you know it's meat and it's the sabbath and like we're purchasing things and like so I think the next times he had like snacks available for us and like stuff we could eat and I remember they always had like healthy stuff it was always like granola and apples and carrots and hummus and you know, that kind of thing, like, we never had, like, snacks, like, sodas and Snickers and all that, like, he, he would always bring, like, actual, like, healthy fruits and vegetables and, you know, mixed nuts and all kind of stuff like that, like, so we would eat good, like, it was good food, like, none of us complained, of course, but, like, it was, like, healthy, healthy food, and so, you know, we ate a lot of, like, that kind of stuff for snacks, too, so it was, like, instead of going and getting, like, chips and hot dogs and slurpees and all that and he would bring like apples and fruits and you know all kinds of like raw veggies and like dips and stuff like that and like it was pretty healthy like I rarely saw him buying like pizzas and that kind of stuff like he kept it like super healthy um but yeah like that kind of thing it was kind of like we would do stuff where it was like, that's not acceptable to go buying food on the Sabbath. And the type of food you're buying makes it almost like worse because it's not healthy food. Like 7-Eleven isn't really, like now they have a little bit of healthier options, but I feel like then they didn't. Like now you can get like boiled eggs or like perfect bars or like cliff bars. Like you can, you can kind of find stuff that's like, like juices and stuff water like you you know they do have apples bananas like they do have stuff that's like a little bit better for you I don't know if they had that when I was growing up or if I just never looked for it but they do have stuff that if you want a little bit of like 
some fruits and veggies or eggs or something like that. Like you can get something a little healthier and less processed and just junk food kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, kind of like what you ate, what you ate and kind of like how you tended to your health. I mean, I don't know of many other religions that are very like that, especially in Christianity that are very like strong towards like that. That was something that I actually really liked is that there was that accountability with what you would eat and stuff. Like you didn't want to be the one that was like never eating healthy food or like that your parents like you'd invite your friends over and you never ate healthy food. Like there was kind of a little bit of pressure to like eat healthy um, at least when you're, like, in the presence of other people, like, you kind of, like, you know, eat healthy, like, you know, when I, when I did get older, though, we would eat at, like, mall food, food courts, and like I said, like, 7-Eleven, Del Taco, like, we would eat unhealthy stuff, but, um, you know, it was never, like, encouraged, like, it was kind of like, okay, if there's a healthier option a block away, let's walk the extra block and go eat that, and even being young doing that, like, when you're, like, in your teens, like, 15, 16 years old, and just knowing, like, oh, I have vegetarian and vegan friends with me, let's go to this other place, and we can get, like, vegan food, and, like, you know, just being raised around things like that, it was just very, I think it's very unique, because, I mean, even though it's LA, Southern California, like, it's not uncommon to be around people who are, like, trying to eat healthy, but even, like, back then, you know, like, you know, like, we kind of knew, like, okay, I I prefer to put this kind of stuff in my body, and this is kind of, like, good for me, and, like, you know, like, being a teen and, like, a young adult and making those kind of decisions is very different, you know, like, we weren't, like, trying to destroy our bodies and, like, you know, <laughs> like, smoke and drink and all that kind of stuff, like, we kind of actually were consciously making decisions towards health a lot of times, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of rules that we broke, like, a lot of stuff that we ate that we weren't supposed to be eating, and, like, you know, different stuff like that, where it was kind of like, eh, like, this isn't, like, okay for us to do, it's not healthy for us to do, um, yeah, but I guess those are the, those are the things that, the types of things that we would get up to that kind of were breaking the rules, um, that I, that I think I can talk about that isn't really incriminating, um, but yeah, um, yeah, there were some, some other serious times though that were kind of more like, you know, like, I don't know, like it, it was never anything like illegal or bad or anything, but like there's some rules that are maybe seen as more, you know, uh, like, if you decide to buy a, ba- a, a a pack of Cheetos versus, like, eating a banana at a 7-Eleven, like, somebody might kind of, like, look at you, like, I know that you made this decision over that, but nobody would really, like, you know, say anything, but, you know, there would be other stuff that I think people would be more, like, okay, you did that thing, you know, like, it would kind of maybe get you, like, some points taken away, you know, if some other people found out, um, and so that's why, you know, I'd rather not even say, even if it was, like, 20-something years ago, like, you know, because there are still people that are very connected with, uh, this religion, and, you know, the people who I know, um, I mean, everybody kind of knows who hung out with who, so, um, I don't want people to have to try to narrow it down 
But, um, yeah, so that's all I'm going to say with that kind of breaking the rules stuff. Um, those were like some general things that you would see people just doing. Um, and the reason why I like to talk about it is just because like with mainstream America, this is not like normal teenage and 20 year old, 20 something year old behavior. Like, you know, it's so different, you know, it's just a subculture of people that just like lives their own thing and they're just doing their own thing. Um, but there is kind of that like community, community of it. And a lot of times, like. I sometimes I didn't really understand like especially with the sports I think that was one of the hardest things for me to understand was like why can't I play sports on the Sabbath is healthy isn't it healthier for me to play more sports on the Sabbath than to not play them but you know they really were trying to train us with like rest days and like I do still value that a lot just like you know having a day of rest and that kind of thing like I don't really talk too much about what I do or what I don't do and all that kind of stuff it's just and I change it up from time to time. It depends. Like, sometimes I do absolutely nothing, and sometimes I'm pretty, like, um, you know, strict about things just for my own self. But it's usually, like, a form of self-care. And, you know, I like rituals. I'm really into, like, rituals and, like, traditions and stuff. But I just, I don't really like it when it's, like, like group group decision of, you know, like, we need to follow this thing and like I'm really not feeling it and then somebody else is trying to like push me like I get it when it's like your friends trying to like push you towards like your own health goals and like help you be like oh like you know um you said you wanted to do this you said you wanted to like wake up early and like go to sleep on time and like I think even now that's something that I do for sure is like the waking up early and like there's just a lot of traditions that I've kind of stuck with that it's maybe not even an Adventist thing, but just kind of having, like, a, a balanced schedule and stuff like that. I'm very, like, into that kind of thing. It works for me. You know, I don't like to be out late at night. I don't like to be all caffeinated late in the evenings. I don't like to be up too, you know, late in the morning. I like to eat my meals on times, you know, like, um, that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I'm not here to, like, preach to people what they should or shouldn't do. I'm more talking about my own fault, faults and, like, some struggles with stuff that, you know, I just, just, it never really resonated with me, some of it, and then others of it, it was a struggle to kind of not do, um, and then others of it, like, I, I don't think I really felt a whole lot of peer pressure, um, even when it was, like, religious friends that were like, let's go break the rules and go do this thing, and, like, I, I was usually able, if I didn't want to do it, I'd be like, I'm not going to do it, like, I always kind of thought for myself, um, and was never really kind of, actually, no, there was something I did do, but I don't, I don't think I thought it was wrong. I thought what I was doing was like, cause I was kind of pulling a little bit away from like the church. And so there were some things I did that were a little bit like buying people stuff. Cause I used to hang out at like Venice and certain places where like they weren't allowed to go. And so there were some people that I would buy certain stuff for that I knew like their parents wouldn't want them to have this but like secretly try to like hey like here's this album this like really you know like you know like here's this CD or like here's this pipe or here's this thing you know like you know I try to like or here's a lighter and like stuff that was like you know stuff that they weren't really allowed to have because their parents were so strict and then like I would just go do it anyways and just help them 
to do what they wanted to do a little bit. Like, I was like, I don't really care. It's not really a big deal. But, um, like, you know, once I got a certain age and then some friends were maybe younger and then I remember, like, some friends I would buy them, like, alcohol or, like, chewing tobacco and stuff like that, like, because that's what they wanted. And it was like, I don't really care if this is what you want. Like, it doesn't bother me any, but... Um, they weren't, like, smoking and drinking and stuff like that around me. They would just, like, take it home and, like, hide it or whatever. But, um, there was some stuff like that. But, I mean, that, now that, I would say, is probably not legal. In all honesty, that probably wasn't legal to do. I don't think you're supposed to give, like, certain things to minors. Um, like, they weren't, like, that young. They were, like, a year younger than me, maybe. But still, they weren't, like, legally able to buy it themselves. Or even some friends that were allowed to buy it themselves, but, like you know, I would just buy it for them, uh, just cause they weren't, you know, allowed. Um, I don't know if I was allowed either, but like, I'm pretty sure I wasn't allowed, but I wasn't buying it for myself. So it was like, I don't think it, I don't think it really registered, but yeah, that kind of stuff. Well, I'm going to end this episode. Um, all right. <laughs>